Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jack Farmer, and this is Elite of the Week, the show where we power rank the top 10 wrestlers from AEW Dynamite and list them here. But we don't just list them in a vacuum. We actually apply points to each ranking, 10 points for first, 9 points for second, 8 points for third, and so on and so forth. And we keep track of all the points throughout the year. And at the end of the year, we'll have a final overall ranking that you will not want to miss. Now, before we get into the countdown, I want to take a moment to thank everyone who watches the show. And if you could hit the like button, leave a comment, subscribe, share, leave a five-star review wherever you listen to the show or watch the show, whether it be on YouTube or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, all the good stuff to help the show grow. It would be greatly appreciated. Also, let me know who your top 10 would be uh, in the comments. Now, on to the show. At number one, it's Jungle Boy. He has not only beat Christian Cage in a battle royal, not only won with him as a tag team partner, but now has come to save him in his time of need. Showing Jungle Boy is every bit as valuable and possibly more valuable than even the legend Christian Cage. Later in the night, AEW World Champion Kenny Omega calls him out and Jungle Boy says that he talks too much and then out-wrestles the most decorated champion currently in wrestling today. And Jungle Boy puts himself in pole position before their showdown where he gets a match against Kenny Omega for that very title. And with momentum on his side, Jungle Boy just might win it. At number two, it's Miro. He's just a beast on another level. Even when every trick in the book is used against him, the pure might and brute force that seems to be at a never-ending supply for Miro just overpowered Evil Uno in every conceivable way. And when the Dark Order came to cheer on Evil Uno, Miro went to ringside and outpowered all of them also almost lost the match when his head hit the exposed turnbuckle but it turns out Miro's head is harder than that metal and I can't imagine anyone having enough or being enough to take the TNT title away from him. At number three, it's Evil Uno with an amazing video package before the match, really helping to make him a sympathetic favorite tonight. Something that previously seemed unthinkable, but actually looking back, he was able to use those 17 years of traveling the roads, wrestling at other companies, and that gave him the sneaky style that allowed him to actually put up a better fight against the best man than any wrestler before him. Even when it seemed hopeless, and admittedly, maybe it always was, Evil Uno still stabbed back with rights and lefts and chops and kicks and dives and even just enduring brutal claws to his face and submissions. He lost tonight. But his showing proved to me and to everyone watching that Evil Uno is more than just a masked member of the Dark Order. He's the heart and the soul of the group. Best dressed, Ricky Starks, someone who always raises the bar on fashion and style tonight, wearing a flashy purple suit. Who needs a shirt when you're rocking something that smooth? The look stood out on a night where a number of men wore suits because one as flashy as this 
can easily end up wearing the man, but this time the man, Ricky Starks, definitely was the one wearing the suit. At number four, it's Press 10 Vance standing out amongst the other Dark Order members and not looking out of place for a moment in a main event spot. As the muscle for his side of the match, Preston 10 Vance stood toe-to-toe with guys like Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs, getting the pin in against top competitors in a big spot and sharing a beer with the hangman himself, signaling he wasn't just moonlighting as a show-closing talent. He's there to stay. At number five, it's Christian Cage. The veteran experience paid off even as Christian Cage's arm was being worked over by Angelico, who seemed to use his youth to outpace Cage, but Cage kept his cool and seemed to find a zen-like focus to find his moment and flip the kill switch to add another check to his growing win column. Got attacked after the match, which was to be expected, but was saved by Jungle Boy, which shows he's not only a winner, but also has friends looking out for him. At number six, it's MJF. Once again, MJF gets on the microphone, and again, the wordplay is off the charts. The change in tone and levels and emotions from tired to hopeful to sad to angry. But what made MJF's time on the microphone so great this time was the flex, was the control. One of the best of all time, Chris Jericho, challenged MJF to a match, something every wrestler on the planet would kill for, every wrestler but one. MJF declined the match because, frankly, he's better than that, and we know it. He'd be higher on the list, but his limo took a beating, but for as bad as that was, it doesn't take away from that power-shifting no. This week, the dud of the week, the wrestler who was ranked last of everyone on the show was Kenny Omega. The AEW champ got bested by the number one contender just before their showdown. And look, it's one thing to call out a rival and have them answer it. It's another to have them one-up you. But Jungle Boy got in the head of Kenny Omega this week, and the whole stunt may be what costs him the title when they face off. And for that, Kenny Omega is the dud of the week. At number seven, it's Hangman Adam Page. Everything Hangman isn't is what makes him everything he is. Adam Page was the one man that isn't known for his massive strength in the main event, and that's what made him so tough to deal with for his opponents. Using speed, high-flying moves, and that cowboy toughness he's known for, hit a buckshot lariat on Hobbs, setting up the pin for his team and getting yet another one up on Team Taz. At number eight, it's Angelico, who found a way to stand out and put on a wrestling clinic to open the show against the legend Christian Cage. Angelico showed he's more than a tag team specialist and worked over the arm of Christian Cage throughout the match and showed he not only had a great game plan, but was able to execute it almost to perfection. Angelico lost the match, but I have a feeling he'll be grooving his way back into his winning ways very soon. At number nine, it's Brian Cage. In a match filled with power-based wrestlers, Brian Cage outpowered, outmoved, and outwrestled everyone around. Didn't want to cheat to win and got a slap in the face for his efforts, leaving his partner alone and the future of Team Taz in question. 
What's not in question, though, is Brian Cage is a machine that is not to be messed with. At number 10, it's Nyla Rose, the former champion, back on Dynamite with an eye towards the title. Could have taken a match with anybody, but instead of choosing someone who may have been an easy win, chose to test her medal against Layla Hirsch, who has been unstoppable for weeks on Dark and Elevation. A top rope beast bomb secured the win, and regardless of the words after the match from champion Britt Baker, I have to assume that that beast bomb is something that's going to be keeping the DMD up at night until they eventually face off for the title down the road. This week, the farmer's market pick is Queen Aminata. She's been showing out on a few episodes of AEW Dark and Elevation, and this week she went one-on-one -on -one with Chris Statlander, hanging in there with the powerful alien, but also put in some good maneuvers of her own, using some Rikishi-inspired butt offense, among others, and at one point even had the crowd behind her against the fan favorite. But beyond that, she just looks cool with a standout attire, amazing ring entrance gear. She's sure to catch the eyes of viewers anytime she's given a chance. So if you could invest in any wrestler, invest in her now because her stock is about to go up. That does it for us this week. Typically, we're live right after Dynamite on Wednesdays. But of course, with the different schedule, we're doing a little bit different here with these shorter shows. So if you could do me a favor, follow us on social media at Elite of the Week. Follow me on social media at Real Jack Farmer for all the updates and to stay up to date on the show. Again, also check out the shows on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere where you get your podcasts. My name's Jack Farmer. We'll see you after next week's show. This has been Elite of the Week. And until next time, do your best and be yourself.